So I've been contemplating taking the project management exam to get my PMP certification. The application requires you provide a summarization of projects that you've led to include the number of hours you worked on the project. I decided to use both my hours from my professional career as an HR executive and my business as a wedding planner. As I started calculating the number of hours I spend planning weddings, I thought if I'm spending close to 2,080 hours, the couples I work with must be spending half that amount of time. Then it hit me. Couples are spending all that time planning for a beautiful wedding, but they're not investing any time into planning for the marriage. You found your soulmate and you're ready to plan your dream wedding. But what about planning your happy marriage? Welcome to Your Day and Beyond podcast, episode one. I'm Shawnette Diaby, your host, wedding planner and marriage coach. Hello, all you gorgeous beauties out there. This is the very first episode of Your Day and Beyond podcast, and I can't tell you how excited I am to finally be doing this podcast. It has been on my goal list for over five years, and finally things have lined up in the universe at just the right time for me to launch this platform that is truly near and dear to my heart. I was going to open up with an introduction about who I am and what this podcast is about, but I decided to give you the lesson you came for and I'll intersperse my story throughout all of the upcoming podcasts so you get a sense of who I am what I do and why I do it. However, I will say this, your Day and Beyond podcast was created because of my commitment to marriage and family and the deep desire I have to help couples navigate the transition from a single mindset to a married mindset in a way that's most genuine for them versus the societal expectations of marriage that are heavily centered around gender roles. Your Day and Beyond was founded in 2015, and it is the sister to my signature brand, Sydney Events. As a wedding planner, I found myself naturally building friendships with many of my clients because of the amount of time we spent together planning their weddings. I love what I do for so many reasons, but what I appreciate the most is getting the opportunity to watch the couples I work with move into their new lifestyles as they go from tying the knot to becoming married couples who are building their families. So I created Your Day and Beyond to continue that journey. My love for marriage and family is why I started adding marriage coaching to my services. Throughout the upcoming episodes, I'll share my background story with you. Experience 
truly is the best teacher. And I've learned some invaluable life lessons that have contributed greatly to me becoming a better person, a wonderful wife, and a fabulous mother who can now coach other couples on how to live a married life that they absolutely love. I also wanted to give you the chance to get to know me over time, and I hope this podcast will give you the inspiration that you need to get to a higher level of understanding about love and marriage in hopes that it transforms your love story into your happily ever after. Before I jump into today's topic, preparing for marriage, I'd like to start with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you today seeking wisdom, seeking guidance, as we navigate our relationships, as we navigate this thing called marriage. God, we ask that you give us grace and mercy, Lord, to be more understanding as we deal with each other as spouses, to be more supportive of one another, and to truly unite in every sense of the word to become couples who are happy and loving and very excited about our marriages. We thank you, God, for everything that you're going to do in our lives. We thank you for the transformation. We thank you for the blessings. And this we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Guys, over the course of my career, I've encountered so many single women who truly desire to be married and get really excited when they're talking to me about what kind of wedding they want to have one day. I mean, they get very detailed in their descriptions of their special day. Most of them even go so far as to tell me how they don't want to have the same wedding that their friend had and how they want their wedding to be better that spirit of competition. (laughs) Gotta love it. I find it interesting that they have this beautiful dream wedding all planned out in their heads, but they never talk about what kind of marriage they want. I really don't think they even think about having a happy and successful marriage. Not that they don't want that, but to them at that time, it's all about the wedding day. What I've learned from over 16 years of working with couples is that roughly 90% of couples, primarily the brides, believe that having a beautiful wedding means they're going to live happily ever after, as if getting married fixes everything. My dream wedding equals my fairy tale life, right? <laughs> I think weddings for some couples equate to fairy tales that we've read as children that always had happily ever after for the characters who got married in the story. But fairy tales are mythical and the definition of myths is a widely held false belief or idea. Most of us are familiar with the story of Cinderella and how she was a stepchild who was mistreated by her stepmother even to the point of being denied the most basic human needs of being loved, 
supported and valued as a human being. In spite of her challenges, this poor mistreated girl ended up going to the grandest ball and thanks to some magic, she became the most captivating woman at the ball. She was transformed so beautifully that she was unrecognizable to those who knew her and she captured the heart of the most eligible bachelor in the kingdom, Prince Charming. We know that Prince Charming desired to be married because the purpose of the ball was for him to find his perfect wife. Of course we know that she married him and they lived happily ever after, or so that's what the story tells us. What the story doesn't tell us is how Cinderella was prepared for marriage. Have you ever asked yourself how or even if Cinderella healed from being broken? How did she overcome her past? Did she ever allow her past hurts to dictate how she loved the prince? There's a big gap in that story that I don't think any of us have ever questioned because we were sold on the happy ending. If you give it some thought, don't you think that for Cinderella to truly heal from that type of childhood trauma, it would require a lot more than the love of a wealthy prince? I mean, the title of princess is great. It's amazing even. But was it enough for her to be happy in her marriage? Let that sink in a minute. Compare it to the coveted title of Mr. and Mrs that so many single people desire to have. Having a grand wedding is exciting and it does consume many couples during the planning process because of all the details involved in having a dream wedding. I'm sure in Cinderella's case, she had a litany of people at her disposal to plan the most glorious wedding in the land. But who prepared her for marriage? What about her mindset? Those negative thoughts she must have had about herself all the time. Do you think they disappeared because she was marrying a prince? Did her thoughts immediately become positive thoughts and all the negative thoughts were cast away? I can only imagine the emotions that came from the thoughts Cinderella must have had about herself after years of being devalued, unloved, and unwanted. I thought about my planning process and how I usually start working with couples nine to 12 months before their big day, planning out every detail to make sure everything is prepared for them to have a beautiful wedding. I'd even give marital advice here and there during the planning process because planning a wedding requires that couples work through some of the same things they would in a marriage, like the budget, in-laws, communication, and so on. The first year of marriage for many couples can be very challenging in and of itself. You add on unchecked emotions that stem from self-defeating thoughts because of brokenness and you have a recipe for disaster. It's no wonder so many married people are unhappy. Imagine how different that first year would look if they invested in creating a plan for a happy and successful marriage, just as they did for the wedding. Lately, I've been hearing too many newly married couples saying, I didn't sign up for this. 
when they encounter unexpected issues in their marriage. I'm not sure if it's the latest in thing to say, but I'm pretty sure that when they say it, they mean it. What I find disturbing about this is that this is coming from couples who've been married less than a year. It's natural for couples to have expectations, but those expectations should be realistic and they should be communicated. Having a happy marriage requires work. It requires you working on yourself before you even walk down the aisle. It requires work while you're planning to walk down the aisle. And it requires work long after you have walked down the aisle. After all, anything worth having is worth fighting for. So when I hear, this isn't what I signed up for, I don't co-sign on that. In fact, I let them know, uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you signed up for it in the presence of God and a whole lot of witnesses when you said your vows. There's no clause in the marriage vows that says, as long as my spouse is meeting my expectations, I'm all in. But as soon as they're not meeting my expectations, I'm out because I didn't sign up for this. Do you think Cinderella told Prince Charming, I didn't sign up for this when he didn't meet her expectations? Well, that remains to be seen because like I said before, they sold us on happily ever after. Who knows? Maybe Cinderella had to go through a preparation process like Esther did before she married King Asarias. I wonder, did the prince know her backstory? I'm going to say yes, he did. After all, his family had the financial resources to investigate the people that they allowed in their inner circle. Did Cinderella's preparation include coaching to help her rearrange her self-defeating thoughts? Since they left that part out of the story, I'm going to add my own narrative to the story and say that she was prepared to be a princess and that preparation included retraining her thoughts. Allowing emotions to run wild can take us down a road we don't want to travel. Retraining our thoughts requires a conscious effort, but with practice over time, our brains will begin to think differently. So when we're putting a plan together for some of the common issues that most newly married couples face before they get married, it puts them at an advantage. It gives them a better chance of having a happy marriage. I'm now a newlywed who's been married a little less than a year. And prior to marrying my husband, we spent countless hours going over our plan for our marriage because we both had been married before. And our desire was to have a long and happy marriage this time around. This is actually my third marriage and my husband's second. I was widowed at the age of 22 with an eight-month-old baby. I remarried several years later and was married 10 years. The last two of those years, I was separated before filing for divorce. After filing for a divorce, I invested in myself, guys, and I hired a life coach to help me retrain my brain from self-defeating thoughts. 
because my mission was clear. I knew that self-defeating thoughts would be detrimental to any future relationship I had. So I decided after filing for divorce that I wasn't going to allow the disappointment from a failed marriage to deter me from falling in love and marrying again. My transformational journey in recovery actually started four years before I filed for divorce, while I was still in the marriage. I began journaling, praying, meditating, reading self-help books, and listening to coaching podcasts daily. And it helped give me the strength that I needed to walk away from that marriage without being angry or bitter. But those self-defeating thoughts still had a stronghold on me because of the abuse and infidelity that I experienced in the marriage. So I decided to step things up and I enrolled in Deepak Chopra's intensive coaching program to help me with those self-defeating thoughts. Creating a marriage plan is necessary because roughly 40% of marriages in the U.S end in divorce. The reasons are attributed to a number of things, but primarily a lack of preparedness and finances are the main cause for such a high percentage of marriages ending in divorce. Couples are just not prepared for marriage, but why not? I'll bring it back around to what I've observed in my 16 years of working with couples to plan their weddings. The couples I've worked with have invested thousands of dollars in countless hours of their time planning their wedding day, but they don't invest their time and money to plan their marriage. I believe that many couples believe that marriage is going to be intuitive and that they will just automatically have a happy marriage because being married is synonymous with being happy. That couldn't be farther from the truth, especially when other factors such as brokenness come into play. Happiness will be superficial at best in a marriage where one or both people are broken and haven't healed from past hurts. Doing the self-work prior to getting married makes doing the work as a couple to create a marriage plan a lot more successful. In some ways, I think many of us have a story similar to that of Cinderella. So many of us have been damaged by previous relationships, either in our childhood or adult lives, that have caused damage to our hearts and caused us to have a lot of self-defeating thoughts about ourselves that can sabotage our marriages. Just like Esther prepared for the king, we need to prepare for our marriages so that we can fully experience long-lasting and happy marriages. We have to prepare by doing the work that's necessary for us to break free from those strongholds that cause us to live less than exemplary lives, less than the beautiful and abundant lives we deserve to live. We're worthy of God's best. We're worthy of all the happiness and love that our hearts can hold. Getting to that happiness does require some work, but we can do it, you guys. I'm right here in this fight with you for all of us to have a beautiful life and happy marriages. I hope you enjoyed spending this time with me today because I certainly enjoyed it. No matter how much 
We want to believe in fairy tales. Happily ever after is not some magical occurrence. It takes work to have a happy and lasting marriage, and it also takes a plan. How much are you willing to spend, and how many hours are you willing to put into creating a plan for a happy and long-lasting marriage? What would that plan look like for you? Thankfully, you don't have to focus on how or what because I've spent the time carving out a marriage coaching program that focuses specifically on the problems that newlyweds encounter during their first year of marriage. And we'll talk about those challenges here in the podcast each week. Thank you again for listening to this episode. Before we go, I want to challenge you. What are three things you will do to begin preparing for marriage? I'd love to know what they are. So hop on Instagram and go to Your Day and Beyond and tell me about it in the comments. I'm so excited to share with you that I've just opened up the waiting list for my five-day boot camp, Fight Less, Screw More coming in January 2021 and I'm extending you a personal invite right now to get on the waiting list. We're going to dive deep into the three biggest challenges that newlyweds encounter during the first year of marriage and how to navigate those challenges with a plan. You'll come away from this boot camp with an actual written plan that we'll work on together. Space will be limited in the boot camp because I want every attendant to have the opportunity to get the clarity they need to build a happy and lasting marriage. You can sign up at Your Day and Beyond on Facebook or Instagram or at yourdayandbeyond.org.